And we're back with another quick episode of Zero Coverage here. You might be getting two this week, uh, seeing as Happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Tonight, or right now, you have me and Ant. Uh, gobble, gobble, pal. Holding How it down doing? for the Legion of Zoom, you know, a couple buddies talking tutties. Uh, we wanted to just real quick go over a little bit of, what, what do we have, week 11 that just passed by? Uh, we had an interesting for real, for real bowl. Um, the Vikings are just as confusing as ever because, you know, win against the Bills um, in the fashion that they did win against the Bills, you know, crazy catch. They were losing most of that game. And then the Cowboys just absolutely pretty much shut them out, only gave, them, gave up a field goal. We're just sacking Cousins left, you know, left and right. And they, uh, they kind of rebounded off their, you know, the loss they shouldn't have had against the Packers. Uh, being up 14 in that fourth quarter, and they just kind of kept the, you know, their foot on the gas pedal that yeah, whole time. They, they looked good last week. They looked really good. I mean, obviously we know the ups and downs of the Vikings, or at least you know they have a good win, but yet did they really have a good win? It's you know a one score game, whatever. You know the Cowboys were just rolling last week. They looked they looked really, really together. The the best they've looked all season, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, and, and that's the interesting thing is that, you know, as we're kind of rounding the corner here in the, into the last six weeks is you kind of know what teams are going to be more successful based on how they can adjust, you know, and, and based on, you know, when they're rolling or not. And the Cowboys, uh, after the way they, the fashion in which they lost to the Packers, and to adjust that quickly was, you know, something really good to see. Their defense looked amazing and looked incredible. And it also goes to show with like a team like the Chiefs, for example. That's what I, that's what I was also thinking. Adjustments, the Chiefs just their second their their half halftime adjustments are always really solid, and they come out and they execute real quick. And that's why they're looking like an extremely dangerous team right now. Probably the best team in the AFC. I think you know we've seen a little bit of the Bills slip ups here to know that okay maybe they're not the team that we thought they were. Especially Josh Allen. Struggling a little bit, you know, but he's still going to take those chances. And, you know, he still has two great receivers. He's still got a great all-around team. But I think that we're we're seeing that maybe they're not the dominant force that we thought they were at the beginning of the year. And the yeah, Chiefs think- are looking like they're really hitting a groove. They're, they're putting in a bunch of different receivers at halfback. They are looking good, the Chiefs. Yeah, I continually feel this way, that the Chiefs just get overlooked because Pat Mahomes goes out every week, does his stuff. They're not necessarily great against the spread, where most of their wins are by less than ten points, even though they're they're highly favored in many of their games. But they just go out and sort of systematically work. You know, him, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, they just know they just know what they're doing at any point. They just have a plan, and they're just so good at executing it. And even when you know, like after Kelsey gets that first or even that second touchdown, you know where Mahomes is going, and it doesn't matter. He's just so he's a surgeon. He's just so good at what he does and and kelsey is too to be fair um and it's just yeah i mean and then jump back to the cowboys i was further impressed by the cowboys because i wasn't sure i did expect them to beat the vikings but i wasn't sure how they were going to react after last week you know losing the oh in week 10 losing to the packers yeah blowing the game at the end you know yeah the, the offense didn't look good necessarily in the second half but also the defense gave up a 14-point lead. Like, it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was like a one-score game and the offense just fell flat. No, the offense fell flat and the defense was just exposed by... That was the most by, exposed their defense has looked all year. Yeah. And then you come back to this week and, you know, again, Parsons is just... He's a game-changer. At any point in in the game, he'll make a play. It, you know, I, I, I hate comparing 
eras, but as a lot of people have done, he's like, you know, the, the newer version of Lawrence Taylor. He's not Lawrence Taylor, but he's on the path to at any point he can make a game-changing play, a strip sack, a fumble recovery, you know, big pressures. He's just – he's really anchoring that defense and, and and putting pressure with four, as they can do, just makes their secondary look even better with the way they can really mm-hmm. lock down lock down good receivers. And, and that's you know, the thing is, he, you know, him being a linebacker, they, they don't – he doesn't pass rush as much as your typical edge rusher does. And they do yeah. put him in that position, but like he's also in coverage. So it's just like the fact that he gets to the quarterback as much as he does rushing as as least as he does just shows how talented that guy is all over yeah. the field. Hopefully he plays today. We're recording this uh, before the Thanksgiving games. Um, speaking of the Cowboys, I guess right now the Cowboys Giants are one of our picks. Um, and we'll get into the, you know, the wagers to end this podcast just to, to keep things uh, kind of going on. But, you know, we're going to see plenty of them today. I thought the – I think the fact that Kellen Moore is realizing and using Pollard more just as a pass catcher mm-hmm. and all these different things, like it, it's opening up a ton yeah. uh, because, you know, the, the Cowboys, you know, they don't exactly have weapons. You know, CeeDee Lamb's not exactly uh, the, like a, like Amari Cooper where he's just commanding so much attention, getting so much space. You know, he's a good 1B. Um, but they have great tight ends, great pass catching tight ends. And they also have, you know, Pollard kind of coming out of the backfield and using him more as a weapon. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think we talked about this sort of earlier on, at least I did, how, you know, when they had Cooper Rush, their offense, while not as explosive, also didn't give up big mistakes, didn't throw, mm-hmm. you know, down the field interceptions. They, they've, they've been able to use their weapons between the tight ends, between Pollard, um, and been able to build an offense that seems much more ready to be to be playoff, you know, playoff bound or playoff ready, where where they don't have to. They're not going to rely on Dak to try to make the throws down the field. That you know, if Lamb is not Lamb is a one A or one B, he's not a number, he's not a true number one like you know like Hoop was last year, or you know, going back to some of the other greats that they've had, and even with Gallup now healthy, they've just got a lot there that they can that they can take advantage of, and it's I mean. I'll be honest, as someone who doesn't like the Cowboys, but I don't hate the Cowboys like, you know, Stephen A. Smith or anything. It's interesting to see how the team's going to be when they play within what they can do. When they play within themselves, they seem much more set up to really just dominate other teams. Well, and that's the thing that's been different from Cowboy teams of the past. Like, the way they responded to the Vikings is not something you typically see from the Cowboys. You know, you don't see them come back and, and just dominate like that uh, after yeah. a devastating loss. Typically, it'll, you know, it's still a struggle. And the fact that they were able to adjust so well and, and know what kind of football team they are, you know, made it that much better, that much more yeah. interesting. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, you want to pick so, some games real quick? Yeah, let's let's pick some games. Let's, let's throw it out. What do we got? Okay, so speaking of Dallas, we have Dallas and Giants today here on Thanksgiving. Uh, I picked uh, Dallas. Ed Bob looks like he picked Dallas. I guess uh, Kappa will have to give us his picks another time. But uh, who do you got? Dallas versus the Giants. At, so what do in, we got? Is the, in Dallas. What's the spread? It's in Dallas. Yeah. Ooh, um, actually, that's a. I should probably have had those pulled up. Let me see. <laughs> Touchdown! DraftKings Week Twelve. I mean, to me, after the way the Giants played last week, I really have to expect them to rebound. You know, losing to the Lions was not a good look. They did not use Saquon Barkley well. 
you know, Darius Slayton, while a good receiver, again, if he's your number one, similar to how the Cowboys, he's not a true number one in any way. You know, you're, you're going to be hamstrung. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think the Giants are going to keep this close. I think Dallas will probably win, but it's going to be, you know, by one or two points. And so I'm going to take the Giants and the points because I believe the spread is relatively big. I think it's, it's like, uh, Cowboys at uh, minus eight. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Giants to keep it close. You know, maybe they lose on a field goal at the end or a missed field goal. You know, by, by their kicker at the end. You know, betting if you're talking Mayer or if you're talking uh, Graham Gano. Um, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go against the grain with you three um, and go with the Giants. I'm gonna go Dallas. Them. Obviously, I'm, um, I think that I think they got they got this game. They're gonna be on a roll right now. They know how much they need this win against the Giants. To further separate themselves in the division and just in the in the conference. Okay, I, I totally agree. I just the NFC East games, even though Dallas is nowhere near the East, are always hard fought, tough mm-hmm. battles. They're always close. I just to me that's just too many points. And and maybe Dallas will show me something that I'm not expecting. And maybe well, maybe you know maybe they'll build off of what they did to Minnesota and come out and sort of shellac. Um, the I just Giants. I just because think they definitely have more talent. I just think. The games are always close, and mm-hmm. so I, I expect that's what I expect to see today. Well, the way the, the Cowboys handled them last time in New York, you know, in the Meadowlands or wherever, wherever the frick they're playing now. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just, like, I, yeah, no, totally. And they did it with I, Cooper I, Rush too. So I'm just, I'm just, but you're right. They're, it's probably going to be a really hard fought game. It's going to be close for more. No, than I, I mean, look, I could very easily look the game can get out of hand. You know, um, Daniel Jones is is not a great quarterback. When he can run and scramble and, and make some plays with his feet, and you combine that with Saquon Barkley, you can go out and win. I mean, you've seen the Giants are seven and three. Now you might say they're not quite that good of a team, but they're certainly much better than he was. Brian Dable has come in and sort of changed the culture and held people accountable, and they're playing well. Now they're not playing great, but they're playing well. So I think that's why I said I, I think it's going to be kept close. But you know, like I said, Giants could. I mean, the Giants could easily lay an egg here. They, they've done it in the past. Um, you know, and the Cowboys are, are set up. I just think they spent so much energy last week to come back after their disappointing in Week Ten versus the Packers mm-hmm. that it's just going to be a it's going to be a sludge fest. It's going to be a lot of Pollard, a lot of Saquon Barkley, and we're going to see a you know a 27-24 type of type of game. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Okay, speaking of other Thanksgiving games, we have the Pats versus the Vikings as one of ours. I'm I'm going with the the Patriots in this one. I think the the Vikings might have been exposed a teensy bit, and I think that uh, Belichick is going to see what the Cowboys kind of did there. And you know, as long as it's, it seems if you keep Jefferson in check, it, it's really difficult for the Vikings to to win. Although they've pulled out so many games, they, I mean, they, they should have so many losses at this point. They're just a, it's crazy how, the ones that they do have. But I, I'm going Patriots. Yeah, I, I'm going Patriots too. I mean, it, it's very simple. Kirk Cousins, eight o'clock at night. He's he's not going to oh. have a good game. He's just, it's just not. I mean, the first thing I did was pull up. It's like, maybe they're in a 1230 game, and maybe you'll get the Vikings bouncing back. I mean, part of the problem I also think for them is they've got the division locked up. I mean, even if they, I mean, yeah, they could lose out and something crazy could happen. But I mean, for the most part, even if they go 4-4 four and four the rest of the way, they're going to be 12 and, you know, they'll be 12 and 6, 12 and, mm-hmm. 12, and, 12 and 7 probably, you know. And so I just think, I don't think. I don't think the Vikings are going to have it today. Like I said, primetime Kirk Cousins is always a problematic. And, you know, even though they have weapons like Cook and Jefferson and Thielen, you know, it's been shown that Jefferson can be amazing one week and then sort of held in check the next week, mm-hmm. given the, you know, the 
the amazing the black mark against him that is Kirk Cousins, unfortunately. I mean, you know, yeah. Hey, as Bomani says, Kirk Cousins is an all is an all star at the bank because um, he's he's made his he's made his money. But I just don't I don't see much from them t- today against the Patriots. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, let's go on to Vegas. So that we got the Raiders versus the Seahawks. Who do you got this one in this one? And I'll let you go. Forward. Yeah, I think. I think it's going to be Seahawks by a lot. I, uh, you know, the Same. Raiders. You know, I, yeah. I don't. This is no offense to Devontae Adams, to Derek Carr. I mean, we, we saw Derek Carr. He cares. He really want. You know, the way he acted when, when, when he had the issues with with, with his teammates and 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 the manslaughter. I mean, he's just a really good dude who really seems to care about stuff beyond just football. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they have the horses. I think Geno Smith is going to continue to, to play well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I know. think it's not an enigma at this point. I think it's for real. Yeah, I think I think I think it most definitely is. I think it most definitely is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we both have the Seahawks in this one. I, in rounding it up for us, we have the Packers because you know we've been tracking their demise. Uh, Verse is the Eagles. Now the Eagles barely beat the Colts last week. Um, which is pretty interesting. And I think if the Packers want to have any chance at like, you know, I guess you would say the playoffs, like any yeah. shot, this is a game that they kind of really have to pull out and win. Um, as much as I think Rodgers is cooked, because he is, uh, it looks like Watson might be um, kind of getting the idea of space. Yep. So um, they've had two weeks to plan, the Packers have. So what, what say you? Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I just don't see it. I, I think the Eagles are going to bounce back. I think uh, and going to going to win relatively handily here. I mean, the, the spread is six and a half. You know, to me, the Packers are four and seven. They have to win out nine and seven is a really only shot that they're going to end up uh, or uh, win out and you know be nine and eight, ten and seven type of frame. I can't get these seventeen games under my. I'm still thinking sixteen, but either way, I think the Packers really need to win out, and I just don't think. I think the Eagles are very happy to get out with a win this week and I think they're going to have to refocus and really 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 show something today and come out and sort of you know let the NFC know hey wait we're still here we had a little slip up and 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 we're going to get back on the high horse and we're going to go down what do you think I'm going to have to I'm going Philly just because I after everything I've said this year I can't easily choose the Packers uh, but I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a hard-fought game. I think the Packers are gonna put up some kind of fight. Uh, I, I think for sure that Philly wins close, uh, if anything. But I think that you know maybe with that win against the Cowboys and a close game here against Philly, this is how you know they put up whatever fight they can to try to sneak into that last uh, wild card spot. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's possible. Like you said, you said this a little bit ago. Watson has shown that he's got something going on with Rodgers. He's had two really good games in a row. Um, and, you know, Lazard is quality, but Lazard is a number two. So if you can get Watson to step up and really be a number one for Aaron Rodgers, and they can develop the connection that Aaron Rodgers can have with, with his wide receivers, may, maybe they can. I, I just don't know. I just don't. I think it's a little too early to tell. Um, and unfortunately, we're in week 12, which is too late in a season for Aaron Rodgers to be too early to tell whether or not they, they, they've got what they need. So. So, you know, like I said, I'm sticking with the Eagles, and I think it's going to be a, you know, 8-9, 10-point win. Ooh, okay. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Zero Coverage. You know, I think, uh, or this, this the first one, I guess, because we'll, we'll probably record Sunday as well. So, you know, to, to, to Thanksgiving to, to you all that you guys are going to get multiple yeah. episodes. Yeah, 
episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, I mean, this gobble. Have I guess this episode covers Thursday. So. Good right. food, good friends, and, uh, and family. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm.